welcome to the Whole Life Healing Podcast with Dr. Alexander Lloyd, best-selling author and founder of the Revolutionary Healing Codes Technique. Each week, Dr. Alex shares principles and methods from psychology, energy medicine, natural medicine, and spirituality to help you reduce stress, heal emotional and physical issues, and remove the barriers that hold you back from happiness and success. Join us as we learn to live our happiest, healthiest, and most successful lives. Here's Dr. Alex. Hi, Dr. Alex here. If you like the show today, or any day, I would love it if you took about 10 seconds to go to iTunes and leave a review for the show. I've been doing this for about 14 years now, and I spend hundreds of hours every year in preparation and recording the show. And if you like it, if it's worth your time, if you think it might benefit others, I would love it if you could leave a review to recommend to your friends or just recommend it to your friends that could benefit from listening to the show. Thank you so very much. Since we are going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand that this information is not intended to cure or heal anything. Everything in the presentations is the opinion of Alex Lloyd. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concern you may have. And thank all of you for being here. We are greatly honored every single week by your presence. What we're going to talk about today is probably something we don't talk about enough. It is simple, but it's also, you might say, classic. It's one of those basic foundational things that when something's not working in our life, I think we need to come back to. I grew up in sports playing uh, most sports, and I think every single coach I ever had, you know, if if things weren't going well, if in tennis I I wasn't um, being able to to hit my forehand or serve or whatever it is the way I normally could, or if in football, you know, I I was a step slow and not making the tackle, I... I, I, uh, the, the football I played, I played primarily linebacker on defense. Um, or in basketball, I was an outside shooter, and if my shot was off, or, or anything else, um, my coaches would bring me back to the basics, okay, the foundational things of, of that sport and that shot or that technique or whatever it was. And I think that's what most of the great coaches do today is they emphasize the foundational principles, the basics, and um, the process rather than the outcome. Uh, Diane Ebley, a dear friend of mine, she edited the Healing Code book and is one of our practitioners, was on a program of ours recently and uh, she shared something that was just really wonderful, and I'm not sure I'd thought of it this way before. She was talking about the, uh, the genie exercise from The Greatest Principle or the Beyond Willpower book, and um, that she used that regularly and also used it with clients of hers. But she said one of the ways she had used it was uh, with, with question number three, which is how would you feel, um, she had four or five of those, not just one, and she said, this is kind of my filter. 
when I'm thinking about something, you know, should I do this or should I not do it, or um, this doesn't seem to be working, is there something wrong, then she would run everything through those four or five filters again that she got from the genie exercise. You know, is it in love? Is it in truth? Is it from a place of, um, of abundance rather than lack? Um, and there were two or three others that she used. What she used really is not the point. It, it's doing this in your life with your answers, okay? And most of you are aware that in the healing code system, and this is part of the download I received on the plane uh, over 14 years ago, there were uh, 12 categories of issues, and nine of them we called the virtues, the nine core virtues, okay? Well, I plunked around on Internet and found uh, the dictionary the English Dictionary of Opposites, okay? And so I plugged in, what in the English Dictionary of Opposites, what's the opposite of a virtue? And what came up was um, a vice, V-I-C-E, dishonor, evil, and immorality. Those four things, vice, immorality, evil, and dishonor. And just for the sake of simplicity today, I'm going to go with vice. Um, even though, even though we usually think of a vice as like, you know, committing a sin or doing something wrong, okay, um, or, or something that we're like addicted to, like alcohol or drugs or pornography or gambling or something like that. I do believe this this can apply because I can be addicted in a way and have given myself over to anger, all right, just like I could be addicted to alcohol or drugs or anything else. I can be addicted to anger, and that's related to the chemical dopamine in the brain and, and you know, all kinds of things like that, and, and the more you're angry, kind of the more angry it makes you. And, and that sort of thing, okay? So for the nine virtues, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, uh, trust, humility, and self-control, there's also nine, if you will, vices, or you could say immoralities or evil or dishonors based on the English Book of Opposites, which would be... Um, fear, selfishness, what's in it for me, um, sadness, hopelessness, helplessness, anxiety, fear, anger, wrong goals, rejection, insecurity, insignificance, guilt, shame, um, unhealthy control, inferiority, superiority, and a lack of healthy self-control. Those would be the vices. Okay, so what I want you to think about today is starting now for the rest of your life, what have your filters been up until now, and what would you intentionally like your filters to be from now on? Okay, like Diane's 
four or five filters that came from the Genie exercise, which are all virtues, by the way. The things she ended up with were all virtues. Are, have yours up until now in your life been virtues or vices? Or have they been some of both? Have, have in some areas of your life, maybe toward your children, they've been virtues, but toward a person that you didn't like at work or a bully on the playground or, or someone else in your life where your relationship was not so good, has your filter to that person been vices, anger, insecurity, uh, judgment, guilt, shame, um, unhealthy control to try to manipulate things with that person to get what you want rather than them getting what they want which you have not liked in the past okay so as you pray and meditate this week I would encourage you to take stock of that and say okay basically overall in general in my life up to this point have my filters been vices or virtues and go through the nine categories the the virtue on one side the vice on the other so for instance in the um, peace category on on a hundred percent to the right let's say there's peace and a hundred percent to the left is anxiety okay so in general up to this point in your life where would you put the mark on that line of a continuum between 100% anxiety and 100% peace? Overall, in general, to this point in your life, would you put it right in the middle? It's been 50-50. It's been sort of half anxiety, half peace. Would it be 60% anxiety, 40% peace in general? Okay. And do that with all nine. The other thing I would encourage you to do is to look back on the really, really hard, painful, you might say bad, worst times of your life and say, okay, when I was in that situation, okay, for me, let's say Alex, uh, a number of years ago, when I when I basically shut down the whole Healing Codes company and moved my family to Las Vegas, and this and and the reason I did that, the person I was doing it for was a con man, and it almost bankrupted the company. And I kind of came back to Tennessee with my tail between my legs and learned a valuable lesson. Okay, but it was really really painful. Well, during the time that that I should have been perceiving that something's not right here because in hindsight there were all kinds of red flags. But I was blinded, I believe, at that time by my own what's in it for me, okay? And, and this guy was speaking my language. He was, gonna, he was a billionaire from Europe, and he was going to bankroll the company and we were going to get the healing codes all over the world very quickly and, you know, all that sort of thing. Things I had sort of dreamed of sometimes, okay? And, and so my, my greed, if you will, not really for money, but for, um, you know, what I had dreamed of happening with the codes happening, but happening way faster, 
because of his power and money, but it never was real, and I didn't see that because I was filtering it through my vices, not through virtues. I was filtering it through um, through unhealthy control primarily and what's in it for me rather than faith, hope, trust, belief, and love. Okay? So I would also look back on the worst, hardest, most painful times of your life and say, okay, when I was in that situation, let me go through the nine virtues and vices again. Where was I on those nine in that situation? And then do that with, with maybe your top five or six most painful times of your life. And then go to the other side and say, okay, during the top five or six or seven best times of my life, most wonderful times of my life, what were my filters, and go through the nine and put your mark on that line from 100% vice to 100% virtue, where was I during those times, okay? And I think the majority of the time what you're going to find is that during the best times of your life, you were coming from the virtue filters. Now, I've got to, I've got to sort of disclaim that because, as, it, as I've said many times, uh, when hope kicked me out of the house, for instance, at the time I thought it was the worst time of my life, was certainly one of the most painful, but looking back on it, it was easily one of the five best things that ever happened to me, okay? And when I look back on that one, and overlay the nine virtues and vices, I started in the vices, but then I switched over and ended up in the virtues, all right? And you might have a situation or two in your life like that as well, okay? The other thing I would do is take the uh, heart issues finder, success issues finder, relationship issues finder, and see, because that's basically what that test is doing on all 12 categories, but look at the nine virtues and vice categories, the core categories, to see, okay, just in general in your life right now, where do you score? Okay, so a minus six, let's say, let's say on uh, joy, your score was minus six, well, that means on the 100% sadness, hopelessness, helplessness to 100% joy, you score 60% to the helplessness, hopelessness, sadness. All right, so that's your filter. That's, that's how you filter things that are happening in your life right now in the area of joy versus sadness, hopelessness, helplessness. Is that the way you want to continue? You want to continue filtering everything through a 60% sadness, fear, hopelessness, helplessness. Well, my guess is you don't. You want to get to 60, 80, 90% joy, okay? Well, 
I think there's there's several things you can do about that. One is pray about it without pray without ceasing. Hey, once you take stock of this, you know, God, please help me. I, I'm I'm operating on mostly vices in in all these different areas of my life. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to live the rest of my life from the virtues, not the vices, okay? And then the, the last thing I would advise as far as kind of the diagnostic taking stock is look at the different roles of your life, your role as a husband or wife or partner, your role as a father or mother, your role as a son or daughter, your role as a sibling, your role as a friend, your role as a boss or employee, okay? And in each of those roles, take stock of the nine vices versus virtues. What are your filters about that particular thing? What are your filters as far as a spouse? Are you coming more from anxiety or more from peace in, in regard to your spouse and that one specific thing and relationship in your life. Is that the way you want to continue? Do you want that, those to continue to be your filters for the rest of your life, that you're coming mostly from anxiety related to your husband or wife? Well, if, if you come to that relationship with mostly anxiety, chances are that anxiety is going to grow and get bigger and bigger. Okay? Is that what you want? All right. So if you don't want that, I would pray without ceasing. I would get out the codes, um, get out the master key, get your tools, and, and say, okay, in this relationship with my spouse, I'm coming from 60% anxiety rather than peace. So work on the anxiety in relation to that one relationship with your spouse. Take the relationship issues finder, and it'll show you that, that score as well. But you can also just sort of, okay, from my mind and heart, where do I feel that that is on the continuum from 100% anxiety to 100% peace, okay? And then pray about that, and then do the codes on that one category Please change my filter on this from 60% anxiety to 60% peace to start with, and then eventually maybe we want to get to 70, 80, 90% peace on that peace anxiety continuum. And then do that with every core virtue versus vice category and every role of your life and work on it with the codes until that number starts getting more and more and more positive. Okay. Um, the greatest accomplishments throughout history required virtue for that achievement to be realized. Let me say that again. The greatest accomplishments throughout history required virtues for that achievement to be realized. Uh, Gandhi is one of the people that I admire most in history, all right? I found a couple of quotes from Gandhi that I thought were very uh, applicable to this issue. Here's one of them. 
seemingly good accomplishments without virtue are an illusion and will usually come to ruin. Let me read that again. Seemingly good accomplishments, but if they're accomplished without virtues, are an illusion and will usually come in the end to ruin. It's not, it's not that you give $10 million to charity. It's why do you give $10 million to charity? If you give $10 million to charity so that everyone will pat you on the back and put your name in the newspaper and put your name on the blogs and say, wow, isn't John an unbelievably good man? He gave $10 million to charity. Then guess what? That $10 million to charity was done out of a vice, not a virtue. It was what's in it for me. And I'm going to use unhealthy control to manipulate people and circumstances so they will pat me on the back and talk about how good I am, which is probably why you did it in the first place, because you don't feel good about yourself inside. Okay? On the other hand, the same guy, John, gives $10 million to charity, and he doesn't give a flip whether anybody even knows about it. He cares about those orphan kids, and he wants them to have good food and a warm place and, and a clean place, a healthy place to learn a profession and, and to have their lives changed for the positive. Okay, and that's the only reason he did it, and he doesn't tell anybody, and, and if people start to find out, he minimizes it and says, you know, I, I really would rather you not make a big deal out of it. I just wanted to do it for the kids. I, I, I really don't want everybody knowing about this. Then chances are John did that out of virtue, and the John that did it out of vice that exact same action and behavior is probably going to come back and bite him in the rear sometime later in his life. It is going to turn to ashes, and it's going to be worse that he did that than if he had never done it. Now, that's not true for the orphans. Hopefully, the money will benefit them, but it will turn into blackness and darkness and fear and junk inside of John, not because of what he did, but why. He did it out of vice, not his virtue. He had the wrong filter. The John that did it out of love for the orphans, that will turn into love, joy, peace, health, happiness, etc., internally, for John, and probably for the rest of his life. Probably the most famous scripture uh, passage ever about love is 1 Corinthians 13 from the Bible. And it says a similar thing to Gandhi. It says, man, you can give your very body to be burned for a good cause. You can take someone else's place in death in order to save them, kind of the ultimate good you could ever do. But 
if you don't do it out of love, it'll never profit you anything. You might as well not even do it. It'll probably turn to ruin inside of you, as Gandhi said. And then another quote by Gandhi. Many may seek gain for selfish purposes, but if anyone has great virtue, the end will be realized. Many may seek gain for selfish purposes, but if anyone has great virtue, the end, and what he's saying is that the end result they would desire may be realized. So here's my question. Do you want great accomplishment in your life? And I don't necessarily mean the kind of accomplishment that the world says is great, but the kind that's really great, that, that creates love, joy, peace, happiness not dependent on circumstances, etc. Do you, do you want great accomplishment in your life, in your children's life, in your family's life, in, your, in the life of your work, or do you want failure? Well, maybe the biggest thing you can do outside of prayer and right relationship with God, in my opinion, to make that happen is have the right filters. What have your filters been up until now, vices or virtues, take stock, what are they going to be from now on? If from now on your filters are primarily virtues, you're going to see great accomplishment in your life for the rest of your life. Whether it's what the world would label as great accomplishment or not is completely meaningless to me. Love, joy, peace, happiness, regardless of circumstances, man, that is great accomplishment. Very few experience that day in, day out, hour in, hour out. So do you want that, or do you want anxiety, stress, illness, disease? What are your filters? What have, what have they been? What are they going to be? Will you commit? to making your filters for the rest of your life as best you can, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, belief, hope, humility, and healthy self-control. Well, like I said when I started, you may not be able to do that right now, but when you deprogram from fear, reprogram from love in the inward state, and then your focus is virtues as your filters in the present moment in the, for the next 30 minutes all the time, giving up the end results to God, that is exactly, ladies and gentlemen, what will start to happen and will happen more and more and more for the rest of your life. I challenge you this week, you can't change the past, you can change your memories of the past and the negative programming from the past, but from now on, as far as your intention and what you're going to actually do 
and what, what's going to be your priorities in life, are they going to be vices or virtues? It can make all the difference.